Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, pre-recording from the home bunker. Well, folks, it is the 4th of July, so happy 4th to all who choose to celebrate. And if you don't celebrate, at least you have the day off. So have some cocktails, do a meditation, go for a walk, spend time with friends and family. I hope that you're doing all of that also while listening to me. Continuing on our theme for this week on Woke AF's Cookout, I am very excited for today's conversation with my friend, musician, composer, creative director, just all-around artist, activist, badass, Toshi Regan. Now, friends, if you are a longtime listener of Woke AF, then you know that I have had the pleasure of interviewing Toshi before. Toshi has a wonderful place in my heart because many years ago, and I say many because time is a construct and pre-COVID time just seems so, so distant, but probably back in around 2015, 2016, I had the awesome opportunity to interview Toshi for the first time for NBC BLK. And it was a wonderful experience because Toshi introduced me to the one and only Octavia Butler and her writings. And it was during that interview where Toshi said to me, you must read Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sower. And then we'll have a conversation about it. Well, lo and behold, some years later, after I would read Parable, not once, but twice, and its companion book as well, Toshi would turn Parable of the Sower into an opera, which she has been traveling around the country and is currently in Washington, D.C., and will bring 
the opera to the Lincoln Center in New York City later in July. And throughout this conversation that I have with Toshi today, you know, we talk about what it means to be Black, queer, and free. You know, that freedom is truly about a state of mind and a state of being, right? That what does it mean to move free and to think free outside of systems that were created for your oppression, suppression, and depression, right? Throughout her years and throughout her work, Toshi's voice, if you've never heard her music, my God, you know, please go on anywhere that you stream music and pull down some of her albums. But anytime that I've ever had the pleasure of hearing her in person, it's nothing short of soul stirring. You know, it's that music, that voice that comes straight from the great beyond. And in this conversation, we talk about so very much just this complicated relationship, this complicated and abusive relationship that we have as Black queer people with the United States of America. So take a listen to my conversation with my friend, Toshi Regan. Folks, I am very happy to welcome back to Woke AF, which I think it has been years, Toshi. Um, yeah, welcome back to Woke AF Daily. Toshi Regan, who is a singer, songwriter, producer, creative director, uh, creative brilliant mind behind uh, Parable of the Sower, um, the opera, uh, which you all know that I have talked about Parable of the Sower, my God probably every <laughs> week since I started Woke AF Daily. And Toshi is the reason why um, I got into Octavia Butler in the first place. Because Toshi, I don't know if you remember, it was like five years ago, I did an interview with you for NBC BLK. And yeah. you were like, um, yeah, you need to go read Octavia Butler's <laughs> Parable of the Sower and um and wrap your mind around that and then we can have another conversation. Um and my God, what a preamble to the current state of the world that we are living in. I'm so grateful uh that you gave me that book as a guide. Um yeah. so I just want to start off by saying to you, you know, there has been a lot that has happened, a lot that is going on. We are in um, the thick of things as we are about to celebrate, you know, the nation's independence. And I'm just wondering for you as an artist, as an activist, um, as a queer person, what that means? How does that land for you, America's Independence Day? Uh, independent from what? You know, I think it's, you know, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of conflict between um, the the foundation of this country and the realities of existence. You know, how um, a, a lot of us have unfortunately been in abusive relationships and, you know, yeah. at the heart of an abusive relationship is a very big lie about what the terms are, you know, um, 
that that something is happening that's really harmful and hurtful, and then you're told it's not, or you're told it's your fault, or you're told that, you know, if only you didn't have a certain behavior, if only you weren't a certain way, then this wouldn't have to happen, or that this abuse that's happening is actually good for you and is making things right. And so unfortunately, a lot of us as just individuals have had this experience in our lives and, and, and everybody who's had that experience knows how horrific it is. And especially if you can't get out of it, to have somebody celebrate an anniversary of their abuse is really like outrageous, you know? And I think like, I am, I am down for the complexity sometimes of what this July 4th means because there's a lot of revolutions that have happened inside of what America thinks is the revolution. You know, there's a lot of revolutions and evolutions and all kinds of people um, have a hand on that. And if they choose to say like, you know what, um, this is actually what has given us some meaning and meaningful independence, then I, you know, I don't, I don't like to, you know, rain on um, people's parade of that. But the reality is that we have all been suffering with the the energetic, you know, um, I like call it the energetic awesomeness of the idea of this country's independence because it's just based on so much brutality and violence, and it it's we we live on stolen land and we live on stolen land that you know was cultivated and. Uh, by stolen people. And we've been really bad with the planet as we've developed things. We've treated the planet like it's just something we can do whatever we want. And we've had an abusive relationships with ourselves. Um, you know, we're water people. Like we need water. We're made of water. Um, we need air. We get to breathe. Like it's, you know, like most of the living things on the planet. And we've been so abusive to both. And that same energy, those same lies um, that, you know, started the country, which is that there's like one race of people that's superior to others. There's there's one gender of person that's superior to others, that there's some kind of righteous right to all of this um, is the same thing that's holding us back from evolving out of the you know horrific circumstances that created this country. And so that's what I think about 4th of July. And, you know, it's there. <laughs> you can do what you want. But, you know, there's no way you will ever be able to really um, not come to the honesty of, you know, what has really happened with the creation of, um, of this country and where it leaves us now. You know, I think that when you speak of America and the relationship being abusive. I think that that's probably the most resonant relational example I can actually wrap my mind around about America, about the toxic behavior of telling us as Black people, as queer people, as people of color, that everything is okay, that what Mm -hmm. we're experiencing and what we're feeling and what we're being subject to is not actually really happening. We're making it up in our head. Everything is actually okay. So for us to not want to celebrate the 4th of July or to say that we have a complicated relationship or 
I remember when uh, former First Lady Michelle Obama said that she was proud of her country for the very first time and the far right lost their mind. How dare you say that this is the first time that you're proud of your country? And it's just like, we all don't have the same experience. Like, are you crazy? Like my ancestors were hanging from trees. Their bodies were literally ripped apart. Babies were ripped out of wombs and families were broken up and torture persisted, right? Yeah. For centuries. How do you think that we look at the red, white, and blue of the flag and recognize that the red is only has been, you know, through the shed, the bloodshed of our ancestors. And so I find it so I find that this this place that we are consistently pushed and pulled in with America is one that is on balance of being infuriating, just filled with rage. And then on the other side, still the beauty that particularly black people, indigenous people have created out of the brutality and like not being able to part and parcel those real heavy sentiments and just the 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 paradox of it all. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it, it's I, I feel like, you know, for America, you you are an artist. And, and have created so much art, so much song, so much beauty. And through your music, you're able to, I think, mirror in a lot of ways, like the pain and the beauty that we all like try and wrestle with. How do you think as a, as a Black queer artist, Toshi, that like you've been able, like has it helped you, I guess, be able to kind of move through this relationship with this with this nation state like how does it help you understand and convey the complexity and the dichotomy and the polarization that we all embody yeah um <clears throat> i think being alive and living and being inside of circles of diverse circles of people of who have different gender identities who come from you know, different parts of the world, like having a, having a, a, a global vision and not just like so focused on, um, you know, this country has really been helpful. And obviously like doing, being creative is really helpful. I mean, I come from the people of grace, you know, like I come from the people of grace and there is a certain part of the population that has to have weapons, that has to have, uh, um, have the right to murder that has to have rights over other people's bodies that um, cry, tries to make like huge differences between queer people and straight people. I, I just like, I don't even think straight makes any sense to me anymore. You know, like I just, I'm like people's, um, you know, gender identities and sexualities are very fluid <laughs> and they know it, even if they don't want to say it out loud. Um, people who are against freedom, but say the word freedom all the time. Uh, people who create uh, a money currency that is out of control, like they can't even really keep up with it. People who build homes and apartments and don't solve um, problems around homelessness. People who, you know, poison the water, poison the land, poison, 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 poison. It's outrageous. I don't have to, I, I see how bad these systems are so clearly, and I don't need any more evidence to really understand 
a freedom within myself, the freedom within, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, my relationships with people, the freedom within, you know, the eyes of my grandparents when I was born and I was the first child in a generation of um, our family that didn't pick cotton. And not that picking cotton is like, you know, a worse thing if you want to pick cotton. But if you have to pick cotton and you don't want to, it's horrible. If you're used to found an economic system that you can't have, you know, like not only can you not have a part of, but it's against the law. You know, if you're upheld in institutional prisons, um, whether they be like, you know, you have to work here, you have to work here, or there's no way that you can not get out of it. It doesn't all have to be a jail. It's very clear to yeah. me that once people found the bottom of a slave ship, that is where the intention of most people were supposed to be in the conditions of a bottom mm-hmm. of a slave ship. And, mm-hmm. and, what in order to build a land that where people, you know, have like the right to be at a bottom of a slave ship means you will poison and kill yourself. So a lot of our issues, no matter how much money currency someone has or political power someone has, is literally killing themselves. You know, in Texas right now, they have a heat wave that's like, and Texas is hot. You know, so this, to think of Texas having a heat wave, that affects everybody. That doesn't affect the people you don't like. But did the governor go like, you know, break something where there can't be no water breaks <laughs> for people? And I'm like, wait, what does he mean you, you can't have water breaks like at the same time as there's a heat wave? Like you're killing yourself. You know, people working yeah. on roads, people working on that. They say 60% of the people are from Latinx communities. And he's like, no, we're going to cancel a water break. I, You're killing yourself. And this is why I, I really see, you know, this particular land, this gigantic piece of land as a part of land for the global community and not like mm-hmm. the citizens of America. This is this is land that was stolen from indigenous people. And, you know, we don't own it, you know, and we never will. And people from all over the world are always going to come to this land. And there is there is nothing that the institution of America can do about it. They will try. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. It's so funny because I went down over to Dumbo. There's a an exhibit that is made out of the same steel uh, bars that are used to make the border wall. And the artist made this a like huge structure that reads land out of this border wall. And the whole idea is about the fact that you borders are man-made, right? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Right. The only real border, the only real borders are are, are water. Right. Like that are the, you know, like that where the land meets the water and you can't actually go unless you have a vessel. Right. Like that's real. Like everything else is just made up because people wanted to claim space to your point that is not theirs. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like in so many ways, what we are experiencing with climate change, and we saw a, a a snippet of it in COVID where mankind was forced inside. Humankind was forced indoors. And what happened to the waters? What happened to the air, right? What happened in certain, I mean, this was all over the world. What happened in certain places that hadn't seen fish in canals, that hadn't seen, you know, uh, serious blue skies, that hadn't seen all of these things because we did it, right? And so when we see these wildfires and historic tornado after historic hurricane after historic this that and the other thing we see a a globe that is try that is literally fighting for its life right mm-hmm. that it's that is trying to fight back against humankind that thinks that we have another planet to go to right <laughs> um and i i just feel like there is just i, I never really understood i feel like until recently how sick the quest for power and land and property really is. How like devoid of of empathy, of kindness, of, you know, humanity, this quest we really is. And, you know, Toshi, like I get so enraged when I think about the coverage that we saw a few weeks a- ago now with, you know, billionaires who decided to try and go to the bottom of the ocean, which man has never been to before, because I've conquered everything else, because I'm so fucking bored with my life. I've conquered everything else. Let me go do this thing. Wall-to-wall coverage of their demise. 700 migrants, hundreds die, drown, because they are literally on a voyage to seek better life opportunity and a future, right? The ability to work, to build, to exist. 
No one cares. Mm-hmm. Right? Those billionaires, they were explorers. Those migrants, oh, they were just, you know, poor people on a search for something. It's just the way that we look at our humanity. Do you think that it is possible that we will ever really truly understand our connectedness and not just like our oppression, Mm -hmm. right? That we will understand that like there is no real top and bottom, right? That we're literally all breathing the same air, drinking the same water, and we need each other. Yeah. I think I think most people know that, honestly. I do think most people know that. I I um when we did the opera, uh I started um a journey called the Parable Path. And the Parable Path was so I could go into the communities where the um opera was and have like more intensive communications around some of the issues, the conditions that the opera brings up. And all I meet is incredible people, like all kinds of people. People are doing so many things. People are living in so many different, beautiful ways. People are um, designing infrastructures in their towns and in their cities that are more in balance. Uh, People are doing a lot of the hard work. You will not see this on the front pages. You won't see it on CNN. You won't. It's the kind of long term, everyday, you know, work that um, is not made for commercial media because they have to make money and they mm-hmm. have to feel like they're appealing to something. And um, But I think every the good news that everyone should take in, and probably somewhere right near you or wherever you are when you look at this um, good people, is that there are people who are like, no, like we live on planet Earth and we need to live um, inside of a of a of a harmony together, or we'll just be at war constantly. Um, you know, adrenaline is really really powerful. Um, you, the adrenaline to do violence, the adrenaline of fear, the adrenaline of of like trying to run away from things that are like right behind you, the adrenaline of denial. Um, you know, the, the search for like gold or the idea of like enough currency that you would be more powerful than anyone else that, you know, a lot of the things are, are really simplistic. Oh, a color of somebody's skin is making them so much different than somebody else. You know, um, a, you know the right to have a weapon versus the right to decide what, you know, you could do with your body. Um, we're going to, we're going to save children by like, you know, um, oppressing trans children. <laughs> However, we're not going, we're going to let guns be in schools and murder kids every day. Like some of these things are really so simplistic and so violent and so like, like, it's like there's two choices instead of like the billions of choices that we all have to exist. And then the, the absolute ignore, ignoring of the natural world, which is like, we are a part of the natural world. We are, we have a place in the natural world. We have a place in the ecosystem like a natural world does not care what our skin color is. They care that we are human bodies on planet Earth and what we are doing with our time here. So there is a lot of genius and a lot of room. There is a lot of care. There is a lot of love. There is a lot of, of you know, people of all kinds 
um, doing the work to get in right relationship with this planet that we have. And the thing that has always messed that up is really, really systemic um, and outrageous violence. Uh, so I'm, I am always telling every people, you know, when we go somewhere, we like really try to break down these systems, you know, economic systems and currency. What is currency? It's not just money. You know, we try to look at like how, how we are inside of an ecosystem, like how much space are we taking up with our food, with our, like, you know, with our water needs, with our, you know, what do our, with our cars or with our like modes of transportations um, spiritual life, like how are we spiritually in relationship with the world and and how are we like, what are we doing with our spirits when we are being so unkind all the time? Like how, what is the effect of that on everything? You know, there is a lot of deep work being done. There's so many brilliant yeah. people. A lot, of, you know, I've talked to neuroscientists. I've talked, I'm like, what's wrong with us? You know? Like, <laughs> break it down for us. I, did. I was like, I talked to a neuroscientist and a political scientist and I like all kinds of scientists. I was like, what the f- is wrong with us? Like, what, why are we like this? Why are we so suicidal? Like, why are we killing ourselves? Why are we killing the planet? Why are we, what, why, when did like having this certain level of profit, like, like obliterate, like the, the having the joy of living in a, on a clean planet? You know, why, why so much cancer? Like, why do we have to have all these cancers? Why are you, you know, selling us things that could give us cancer and then making us, you know, use the chemo that the same company built? Like all of these things. Come on. These are the things like all humans have to take responsibility for in their own ways, which means like in your way, you may not like know how to solve any of these big problems because they are huge. There are collaborative big problems, but there's small accessible doorways where you are to something. And, you know, you, I ask people to find the small accessible door that they can walk through to, you know, to work on the issue that is closest to their heart where they are. And I also ask people to like really acknowledge, like when they have a level of currency that's more than other people in any way, it's not always money, you know, and that they like make room for other people and lighten their load, like do something to help somebody else, like get through some places. And then I ask people like, when you see injustice, like when you see like that there's law, you know, infrastructure that really makes it very difficult for certain people to actually survive that you consider yourselves that person, you know, if someone is making up laws that, you know, against trans children or trans people or gender nonconforming people or women who want to have people really who want to have the right to have abortions, consider yourself that person, like give yourself the opportunity to feel the outrage of somebody naming you as a person that is dangerous to society and that you, even though you've, you and your family have done the right things and pay your taxes and, you know, like pay your bills and live that you can't have a 100% access to your body and what your body needs. Consider yourself that person, you know, and get out there and like be really outraged because if anybody took something away from you, you would lose your mind. 
Like these are the things that that people can do. They don't have to be be like, you know, know everything. They don't have to be like, you know, have the answer to every big big problem. Don't don't have the answer to every big problem. But access what is right next to you. Um, that is the scariest things to people who are trying to run something very big. It is togetherness and the kind of empathy yeah. that would make you stand in front of people who are different from you. It is the scariest thing. It is also participating in the system that they created that they're trying to get you not to participate in. So like, I'm always telling people, oh, why won't you get a party together and go and vote? Like, show up, show up, show up, show up, like make it cute, make it hot, make it fun, go and show up, bring your brilliant self to it because the system is designed to depress you and make you not participate so that more and more, you know, horrific kinds of people can be running the entire country because they do, they make laws and they pay attention to them. So if you don't become a part of it in any way, then the laws will get worse and worse and worse. Folks understand that they are a part of it regardless of whether they participate or not. It's exactly. how you want to be a part of it, right? Do you want yeah. to be it to be by choice uh, or by force? Because either way, you are participating. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit paramountplus.com slash the shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Last question for you, my friend. Um, not It's not even a question. I just, I want you to give folks who I try and tell to read the parable, um, who I try and tell to really get a guide and an understanding of, you know, how the forces come to be. Um, tell folks about your opera and about, you know, it being, you know, based on Octavia Butler's book. 
um, parable of the sower, but like why it's so extraordinarily timely, why it's so extraordinarily necessary in this time. Sure. I mean, Octavia E. Butler's parable of the sower, I have to imagine, you know, comes from research that she did in the 80s and the early 90s. This is the 30th anniversary of the publishing of the book. Um, It was released in 1993. And this book, you know, really, it's, it's extraordinary. I've been reading it since 97. And so when I first read the book, I was like, no way, <laughs> you know, this can happen. But she she tells a story of a community that has, you know, walled themselves in an upper middle class community in Los Angeles, outside of Los Angeles. And they walled themselves in. They got all their houses. They never meant to be a community that was walled in together. But things have gotten terrible. Um, and so in order to, like, you know, have some safety, they wall themselves in. And slowly but slowly, they be, they kind of revert to kind of almost a rural life everybody's gardens and they they're like Mm -hmm. growing their food and um they used to have dogs and stuff they just set the dogs free in the streets because they can't feed the dogs and feed themselves and um it's very dangerous to just you know walk around and be in neighborhoods and the infrastructure the country really really falls apart um it's you know privatization everywhere um the you know leadership that just basically doesn't care about people and the um, end of social services. Um, so all of these things where somebody is being socialist is like a horrible thing, but that's how we, you know, have garbage picked up. That's how we, our schools are designed there. Mm-hmm. You know, we pay into it and everybody gets to go type of situations. All of that disappears. You have to pay for the fire department, pay for the police, pay for every service that used to just be available. And she makes a 15-year-old girl see God as change. And she makes a 15-year-old girl create a belief system called Earthseed, which is based really on her understanding of nature and the planets and um, and kind of our true relationship to, to the world and to the universe. And so that's that's really like a very short version of it. What makes it so timely is that Octavia did this 30 years ago and she kind of nailed it. She nailed like our conditions. Yeah. And she got, she never got on the New York Times bestseller list when she was alive, but she got on it in 2020, you know, when we were in the the, the heart yep. of the pandemic. And I always read this book. And, and as we, when we first started, it was 2017. And I insisted, we got to start in 2017 because we're going to need to be ready. But I didn't know what we needed to be ready for. Um, I wanted us to be out telling this story. I wanted us to be singing and rooms full of people. I wanted people to be together and hear and hear us sing this story. I wanted to work around the performances and activate in different communities. And that idea that you talked about earlier is like, how do we bake, break these borders and really see that we're all kind of in it together type of vibe? So I wanted to do that. But I never understood how 2024 could happen. And then when the pandemic happened, I was like, oh, because something really traumatic has to happen to like rev up this like, you know, thing where every where where infrastructure gets scared. Oh, the people have seen that if they slow down and they do less, that they can stop pollution. If they slow down and do less, they can feed each other. 
if they insist that their right. money is spread around, you can take people out of poverty. If we, like we all learned, this is our superpower of the pandemic is realizing that we actually have what we need to take care of each other. And we really do. Like right now we have it. It's yep. not like, yep. yeah. So, so it's she, not for, it's not for the lack of knowing it's just for, it's for the lack of desire, yeah. right. From so those that are in power. Yeah. We are in wars. The wars are against us. The wars are against the people of planet Earth. They are it's governments talking to each other, but the wars are on our bodies, on our houses, on our land, on our water, on our infrastructure. They're on everything. And they're happening everywhere. And if people can like really find a way to re- have that understanding that we all know actually that we can live on this planet in balance and that we're being kept from it by people who run many of the countries, uh, which is like like a group of, a small group of men in every country all over the world doing this, you know, that's, that's the way we will have to go to get somewhere we want to be for the future. So very important for Octavia's story to be out there. Um, All of her books really talk about us in really amazing, wonderful ways. There's also Adrian Marie Brown's work. um, And I I really love Alexis Pauline Gum's um, work. I collaborate with both of them. Adrian and I have a podcast, Octavia's Parables, where we're reading every chapter of everything Octavia has written. And I'm doing the podcast this year with Alexis Pauline Gums, and we're reading um, Kindred. So, Amazing. Um, but there, Octavia is not the only one out there. There's a lot of of other writers and storytellers who are really saying the same thing from multiple cultures and multiple languages. We are really trying to reach each other, and I just my biggest thing is to say, keep reaching out your hands to each other and keep being in alignment with this this planet as the best you can. And we all can't do the same things and we all kind of in a system right now evolving, but do your best and really fight for the water and fight for the air and don't let these like kind of racist lines fight for the people, fight for each other, fight for the trees, fight for, you know, whatever, <laughs> pick something, but, you know, get all out there and fight for it. Yeah. My friend, thank you so very much. Thank you for your work and your activism and your art um, and your time. I'm very excited. I am going to see uh, Parable um, later in July. I got my yes. tickets and I'm okay. super excited to see yeah. it in We're New York. We're Lincoln Center. <laughs> yes, I'm so, I'm so excited. Um, I cannot wait. So. Thank you so much, Toshi, uh, for your time, for your brilliance, for your space. I appreciate you so very much. I appreciate you. I always I always need a, a good dose of outrage <laughs> every day. So I'm so <laughs> glad to tune into you and get it because you be you be on fire and I love it. And I'm grateful for you. Somebody got to say, hey, <laughs> what about it? So I'm thankful to, to you. And thanks for having me on. Thank you.
That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people. Power, get woke, and stay woke as fuck. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.